Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome to Game Over Vancouver. I'm Kaya May. What just happened? Um, because honestly, I'm a little concerned. Because we were leading. It was 3 nothing. It was 3 nothing. Anyway. Wanna bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football continues, the World Series just ended tonight, actually, and the hockey season is well underway. Bet pregame live in play or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So. So. The Canucks were up. 3-0. They're up 3-0 at the end of the first. Alright? Nashville did not have 10 shots on goal until nearly the end of the second period. And I'm thinking, oh wow. We're totally like taking out <laughs> we're totally taking out the predators and i was like this is a win because they just like took out calgary so are we better than calgary um calgary also lost in overtime tonight but actual overtime against the devils who actually beat us uh so there's that um but yeah so it was three nothing at the end of the first and I had hope, you know? Like, all, all Canucks fans, I had hope. And it, I was thinking, it's a big turnaround from last season. Remember last season where it was like, oh, they don't start on time. And uh, I guess they thought the game ended at 9 tonight. Um, but it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was 156 in and Mikheyev scores. And I'm just like, you know what? This is perfect for us. This is perfect for us. And then, yeah. I'm not gonna scream again. I'm sorry. I'm not- I, there's- I'm not going to scream. Do not worry. I just- Like, and Demko looked good. He looked good. We had so many- there were so many penalties called in this game. Um, we had- five power plays and they had it looks like also five power plays but i'm not sure if i got that right maybe i missed one um but yeah uh i thought demko looked solid out there tonight um and then the third happened and i had a little bit uh Wor uh worries. A little bit of a worry. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes to 3-2. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. We can, uh, we can still score. We can still 
we can still score to make it 4-2. And, uh, yeah, no, we did not get there. We did not get, get there. Pity point. Well, at least it's a point. You know, there were times where I was like, okay, Nashville's gonna score and it's gonna be 4-3. And we're gonna lose 4-3 after having a lead of 3 nothing. And how many times have we given up the lead in a game now? Like, this has gotta be- we've played 11 games. I think that's happened in most of them. Probably- we played 12 games now. I think we've given up leads in- seven. I'm gonna say seven. I might be wrong. It might be like eight or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that happened this game. Like, I thought it was gonna be 3-1. I was hoping for an actual low event game, because last game, I just- there's too many things to focus on tonight. Um, Goalie-wise, Demko looked decent up until the third, but I feel like one of those goals was an awkward situation he was already put in, because Stillman got caught- oh, we're gonna talk about him later tonight. Stimco- Stim- Stillman Demko? I guess that's their ship name. Uh, Stillman and Garland got stuck together behind the net, and then, uh, and then Nino Niederreiter, to make it- to tie the game- Snuck between Dries and Myers. Uh, yeah, and then we get to overtime and nothing goes our way. Of course, of course it doesn't. I was fully expecting for the game to be over in overtime because, um, the Canucks just aren't great at three on three. I've realized. Uh, like, McKay have lost the puck, Petey lost the puck, Hughes's stick broke. Like, at the beginning of overtime, and <laughs> he used a stick broke, and the blade actually ended up in the net behind Demko. Um, and when the whistle finally blew for the first time, like, three minutes into overtime, uh, Demko had to fish it out and pass it to the ref, because, like, it's- It's in the- It's in the net! That's the place where the puck is actually not supposed to go, because that's Demko's net. Anyway- yeah, uh, death taxes and the Canucks unable to change an OT. Miller was literally heard on the broadcast, like, oh, yelling at Quinn Hughes, just like, stay back, stay back, so that Miller could get off the ice, considering he had been out there for, like, two minutes fully. Yeah. Yeah. It's just pure pain. It's just, I don't know what to say. This pa This team is pain. This team is painful. The Canucks, yeah, they had a good game for two periods. And then they completely lost the ball. <sighs> yeah. Saros has giant shoulders, I've noticed. A lot of the shots that he saved, Saros was the reason I'm pretty sure that Nashville crept up. Because, once again, they didn't have 10 shots on net until the end of, like, near the end of the second. Uh, Soros, yes, he was a little rough in the first period, but, like, he stuck to it. He stuck to his guns and, you know, kept Nashville in the game. He's the only reason they stayed in the game. If he did not, you know, turn his game around. So, shout out to UC Soros and your awesome mustache. Um...
yeah. So, oh, and another bad thing that happened, uh, PD missed the- uh, I said that PD and Mikheyev lost the puck, um, and <laughs> Horvat, who is the face-off king on this team, I- I'd like to call him that, especially when I'm taking notes, he lost both of the overtime face-offs tonight. Uh, and that's- it's a big thing to win the face-offs, um, during even just five-on-five. Five. It's a big thing, like, during the regular allotted time in regulation, to win a face-off is a good thing. We didn't do it in overtime, so we lost that kind of edge. I think we, they lost their edge when they started, when the third started and the 3-2 goal happened, which I just literally, I'm like, that has no explanation for it. Um, yeah, the shootout wasn't great. I, ugh, I don't know. First star of the game goes to the hash marks for the big defensive stop on Bo in the shootout. Oh my god, he pulled a Marchand. He did- he did it. He pulled a Marchand. Um, yeah, he pulled a Marchand where that, uh, for context, it's like that one clip where Brad Marchand was playing in a- it was a shootout against the Flyers, and the pucks at center ice for the shootout- I think it was a shootout, I don't think it was a penalty shot. Um, yeah, but basically he whiffed over the puck. Um, but technically touched the puck, and the puck moved, like, a little millimeter. And that counted as his turn, so it got thrown out. Uh, there's a really cool angle of it. I'm pretty sure it's the angle of that time, but it's, like, Marshawn waiting for his turn to go. And you can see Gritty on over his shoulder in the back, just looming, and it's so- it's so funny. Anyway. Yeah. Miller, I didn't- like Miller's attempt and Pedersen losing the puck in the shootout was Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, putting the guy in who missed two full-on breakaways during the game probably shouldn't put him in in the shootout. Like that's just that's just my thoughts. I know you have you have you have to pay him, like, eight million next year, whatever. But, <laughs> there was- the, he showed you, in the previous 60 minutes, 65 minutes, that he can't score on the goalie if he's by himself. And then you put him in, in a situation where he has to score on the goalie by himself. That does not- do you see? I'm not good at math. I have- I am not good at math at all. I almost failed math, um, in high school, but that doesn't add up. That does not- those two lines do not meet, okay? If you tried to connect the wires in Among Us, they would turn back around and tell you to F off. Like, that's just not how that works. Yeah, he went super wide, and it's just like, okay, what's this guy planning to do? And then he goes to five hole. And that's just not something you should do. That's just not something you should do. And I don't know. It's kind of, it kind of hurts because I don't like Matthew Shane. And that's like the guy who scored in the shootout. But whatever. Um, how's that? How's that playoff hockey, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, there was a Jeep on the ice. That was weird. 
they showed the TV timeout stuff that's happening. It was the Canadian Army Military Appreciation Night stuff. Um, that's what it was called. That's what they called it. Um, yeah. And they had a jeep. There was people rappelling from the ceiling. I missed that part, but I saw a bit of them rappelling from the ceiling. And I, uh, had to walk out of my room and ask my mom to pinch me to make sure that it was happening. <laughs> um, the power play, it kind of got a little, like, the second unit was definitely showing up the first unit in the second period. Um, and special teams, like, the penalty kill, they finally killed <laughs> the only, I'm not saying they finally killed, but they had so many penalties called on them today, and only one of them they scored on, so they went one for four. Nashville did on the power play. Um, and it was the only one they scored on was the Myers for instigating, where <sighs> that was a weird situation. So Tanner Janot was just trying to go after literally every single defenseman we have. Um, and I know he's a big guy. He likes to fight. Uh, he fought a year ago today. They played, the Canucks played Nashville at, in Vancouver and Tanner Janot fought Luke Shen, uh, and lost. But Janot, so he fights, he fights Stillman after Stillman tried to hip check him. I guess he saw that Dan Hamuse was in the building. Um, yeah, and I thought, oh, that's fun. A year ago today, Shen fought Janot, so that's kind of funny. Then Tyler Myers fights Tanner Janot because uh, Janot hit Ethan Bear from behind, um, which is a no-no, and it hit him hard and his helmet flew off. And, you know, that's not great. It's not a great thing to do, like, really. And so um, Myers is like, Okay, well, I'm gonna beat you up for it. Um, which is cool, because, like, Tyler Myers doesn't fight a lot, and he's massive, so it's always entertaining. Um, but then Myers gets an extra penalty for instigating, so he was in the penalty box for 17 minutes of the game. Like, that was at the beginning of the second. He didn't get back out until the end. Um, yeah. Yeah, he got- that- that was a call I had issues with. It seemed like they were calling a lot of stuff. Like, Quinn Hughes got high-sticked, obviously, in front of the ref. And they actually called it this time, other than the Edmonton game. Uh, ratio on the Canucks Twitter, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. There were a lot of- there was another high-stick on Mikheyev. Um, yeah. There was another one, but there was one on Hughes in the first, I think. Yes, high-sticking on Hughes. And Hughes just kept... <laughs> Hughes keeps getting high-sticked, man. Um, also, Drives tried to fight someone a couple times, and he's very he's very small, so maybe, maybe don't do that. I think Garland tried to fight somebody. Um, Kuzmenko is the only one who converted a power play tonight. Thank you to the Russian hat trick king. Uh, yeah. I guess also thank you to the Edmonton Oilers. Um, 
Yeah. It's, I thought we were off to a hot start, and evidently we were not <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, I just want to take a second, um, like the video, uh, or the stream, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, do all that fun stuff, uh, yeah, I hope y'all are having a good night, aside from the obvious, aside from the very, very obvious. Um, one thing I thought was funny, the, uh, clock glitch during the first power play, or first Nashville power play, and it said that it was three minutes long. It was a three minute long power play, and I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't exist. Because it said, like, 2.49, but I was like, I thought it was just, like, two minutes for goaltender interference. Yeah. My- Miller missed breakaways. Talked about it. Uh-huh. Apparently, Na the Canucks had way more giveaways than Nashville. That, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that'll add up. There was a lot of back and forth of the puck, and especially in the third, the Canucks struggled to get it out to Nashville's zone, but even to get it out of their own end. Or if they got it to the center, he would, uh, if they got it to the center... Nashville would take the puck because, you know, it just wasn't a good game for them tonight. It was not a good game. It was. We thought it was. And then they blew it because that's what the Vancouver Canucks do. Experience Vancouver Canucks hockey, everyone. That's what the Canucks do. You know what I want to talk about? Who they keep scratching. I want to talk about it because there are a lot of people discussing um, Riley Stillman right now. Um, because since, uh, getting traded to the Canucks, uh, he's- there's been a lot of, like, worry about the trade. Initially, when the trade happened, there was a lot of worry because we sent Jason Dickinson and a second round pick, and it's like this whole thing where you don't have to- you don't trade draft picks, because so that's what Vancouver always does. Um, they sent him to Chicago, we got Stillman. Um... And Stillman has not really performed um, to the liking of Canucks fans, essentially. Um, because, yeah, I think I have it here. Since returning from injury, uh, he was a minus two. Because he was injured. He got injured uh near the end of October, mid-October-ish, and then he was out, and then he returned in the game against the Devils. He has been a mi- he's a minus one in the game against the Devils, he was a minus one. Uh, apparently fans are destroying the fan club store, so that's not great, um, according to the chat. Interesting. Um, yeah, so- and Stillman was also a minus three in October. I know plus minus is, like, a stat you shouldn't really get into, uh, because that's kind of, like, not really super important. Um, but it's who they're scratching in order to play him. Because you have Jack Rathbone, who is the defense- who is a defensive shining light, uh... 
he was a defensive shining light while we had Stillman and Quinn Hughes out because people have been calling him, you know, like the baby Hughes or whatever, even though I think they're like the same age. I, Rathbone might be older than him. I'm not 100% sure. Um, <laughs> but Rathbone and, uh, yeah, so Rathbone was like this, he was really good. He was doing really well for the Canucks. He was a plus one, actually, in the games against uh, Pittsburgh. Well, we only gave up one goal. But um, in the Seattle game, they gave up four, and he was still a plus one. So, I mean, that's pretty good. He hasn't played since the Pittsburgh game, where we won 5-1. Uh, Burroughs, Kyle Burroughs, has, has also not played since the Pittsburgh game. He had a fight in the Seattle Kraken game. Crack, Kraken game? But um overall he's a minus three um he's also a right defenseman while Stillman typically stays on the left so the way to put him back in would be taking out uh Shen Myers or Bear I really like Bear I think he's been really good for us in the three games we've had so far you can't take out Myers and if you scratch Luke Shen I will scream outside of Rogers Arena um because yeah I don't know I just really like Luke Shen um, but there was an interesting thing, uh, Jeff Patterson tweeted out, I credit to him, he said, Kyle Burroughs is taking warm-up again for Canucks. Boudreaux told me the other night that he wants Burroughs involved in warm-up, even though he's not playing, because he's so positive and brings an energy to the game that the coach hopes, hopes rubs off on teammates. Okay. Yes, I understand he's positive and brings an energy to, brings energy to the game, um, but at the same time, he could bring even more energy if you played him. Even on the offside, I do not care. Bring you back Kyle Burrows. It's, oh god. And then also Rathbone. I'm so sad that they keep scratching him. He's a good player. He's a good puck-moving defenseman. Yeah, Stanley Cup, two-time Stanley Cup champion Luke Shen. We love Luke Shen. Um, injured but skating also, uh, was Travis Dermott, who is on LTIR, potentially with a concussion, but I don't believe it's still undisclosed. Um, or I think it is a concussion. I might get that mixed up with Pullman. Anyway, yeah, so Dermott was back to skating. Besser is back in practice after something in his hand surgery stitching broke open, which is, does not sound fun. Uh... Maybe the fans should quit it with the first there it is for the time being. I cannot stress how much I was so worried because they chanted it in the first, and I'm pretty sure that's what cursed us. Because then Saros went out, out and saved over, like, 35 consecutive shots or something against the Canucks. Yeah, I miss you, Dermot. I'm sorry that we took him from Toronto because we have not treated him very well. <laughs> but, yeah. I miss Dermot too. I really like, I really like him. I really liked him. I think he's, I think he's decent, you know, but yeah, it's just, it sucks that he's injured and Besser being injured as well sucks because Besser's my favorite player. So even though it might sound like Luke Shen, <laughs> Luke Shen, he creeps up there. He creeps up there. But, um, uh, Ilya, Ilya has been very good to us. You can't have him back. I'm so sorry, but yeah, he's been really good. You keep stealing. <laughs> I'm arguing with with uh, Robert, the chat moderator, right now. Um, for 
those of you listening, audio. Uh, he does not like that they took the Leafs players, the Canucks did. But, I mean, go get mad at Washington. They claimed another one of your guys because you guys don't know how waivers work, okay? Don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> another interesting scratch roulette is what I'll like to call it, is, uh, shout out Robert. We love Robert here. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pod Colson versus Hoglander. So, Hoglander hadn't played, he didn't, he played the New Jersey game. And, uh, he played the New Jersey game, um, I believe he was a minus one? Albe Kubel is awesome. I like him. He dropped the cup. Um, uh, but Hoaglander, he's definitely, he didn't have the greatest start to his season. He missed a lot of last season, considering, uh, he was, um, <laughs> injured for a lot of it, even though he went, like, fly fishing or whatever. Uh, yeah. But Pod Colson, yes, he had a decent game. He gets along well with the Russians that are on the team. You know, it helps build camaraderie to try and keep Kuzmenko in Vancouver. Uh, but he was a minus one in a game we scored eight goals in. So I feel like that's kind of an issue that happened. Um... That maybe they looked at it, hey, maybe we should get this other guy in. Also, because they played pods, they put Garland on the left wing when he's technically a right wing. But I guess he could play both sides because, you know, he's just a slippery little guy. Garland's a slippery little guy. So is Hoaglander. Um, they put him on the first line. And he was always, he was more recently stuck on the third or fourth. Uh, they put Hoaglander in the first line and he did pretty well. He didn't score. He didn't score, but he, uh, did get an assist, I believe, on- yes, uh, he had a shot on goal, Sorrow stopped it, and then Miller scored. So that was the 2-0 goal. And that was also, forgot to mention, Horvat, our captain, 200, 200 career assists. So, congrats to him. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Bo Horvat, before the start of this game, he was on a 75-goal pace, and, uh, which, you know, certainly interesting, and also, uh, he's the second in Canucks history, um, for the fastest to reach 10 goals in a season, is a fun fact, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, Bo Horvat has not underperformed this season, he is the only person on the team who has over a 50% face-off percentage. Um, also, <laughs> uh, he leads the team in goals and is in the top 10 for how many people who... For how many goals he scored in the season so far. He was literally behind Connor McDavid the other day. Also, he has 200 assists now. Uh, considering he's been all over the lineup. I think he's pretty good. Um, except for, you know, the fact that he did a Marchand on the, um, on the, uh, shootout. So. This, uh, C is for... Oh. I can't even think of a word. <laughs> I was gonna say something. 
yeah, the PK was much better, and the power play was not awful. Was not awful. I'm gonna disagree with you there. It was a little awful because the first unit could not set after the after the first period. The first unit could not set up absolutely at all. Um, and then uh, yeah, they could not set up. Uh, the second unit, there was a lot of. Um, The second unit had a lot of shots. There was an insane Soros sequence. Insane Soros save sequence. What a sentence. Um, on uh, OEL and I wrote Mikey. Because <laughs> I didn't have enough time to type Mikheyev. Because too much was happening. Uh, they really showed the shoot first mentality on the second unit in the power plate. But I didn't love the performance by the first unit. Aside from obviously... Andre Kuzmenko, uh, <laughs> Andre Kuzmenko on the first, uh, Canucks power play in the first, and, yeah, that was, that was, like, the only time where I was like, oh, wow, the first unit's actually doing well tonight. Um, not awful is not a glowing review. Yeah, I... I agree with that because, you know what? I still think we're last in the NHL for the penalty kill. So, that's a great, that's a great feeling. It's so good. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. There was a lot of bite tonight in the Canucks uh, and Predators game. They, see, uh, they seem to go after each other a lot, and it sucks that they're not getting to play against each other until, like, February, considering there were almost so many more fights than there were, and there was a scrum after the whistle for when Hughes got high-sticked, uh, where there was e almost even more fights. There was so much happening that was so very aggressive, like, oh, we all laid a huge hit at center ice, and yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. It was very aggressive. I kind of like seeing the more aggressive side, but then, um, I feel like that ended in the third. That, that really ended in the third. They just, they were just like, okay, it's bedtime. 9 p.m. is bedtime. I'm gonna go to bed. They had the same bedtime as my one-year-old puppy. Like, that's not how that works. That is definitely not how that works. <sighs> Alright, what is everyone's thoughts on... Let's talk about some positives. Let's talk about some positives tonight, okay? <sighs> Bedtime is nice. Imagine having one. Um, let's talk about some positives. You know what? Luke Shen... Almost got in another fight with Tanner Janot, uh, cause he saw him coming for him, and he did not- he went, like, whoop, in that Luke Shen way, and Tanner Janot fell. We need to be extra speech every night. So true, Justin. So true. Yeah, I really thought- I sent out the tweet this morning- this morning? It was four in the afternoon. Um... I sent out the tweet, the tweet this morning, this, I said it again, this afternoon, I, what is happening? 
Um, and I was like, are we gonna carry over the BXL luck? Considering everything that happened last game, which was just insanity. Uh, yeah, no, it did not. I thought it did. I thought it did with the first, you know, there was a fight and there were three goals. Woo, that's a great thing. That's a 100%. Love it. Mwah, chef's kiss. Uh, and then it wasn't such a great thing anymore because, um, then, then, you know, in the second, they, they, they make it 3-1. They make it 3-1. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver Canucks didn't get shot out. That is a positive. I saw somebody tweet the S word on Twitter and I noticed it when it was 3-3 and it said it was posted an hour ago. So it was just before the Jordan Gross goal to make it 3-1 and I wanted to cry. Um, uh, Tyler Myers did a no-look pass. And, uh, I thought that was really funny. Um, only 70 more games to go. This gives me a second. I'm not screaming this time, just so you guys know. Like, I'm not- I'm not gonna break your eardrums. I've now realized I put the chair in front of where I am. <laughs> I broke the sloth. The sloth is broken. Oh no, my puppy. It's okay to cry? No. <laughs> yeah, I broke the sloth. Even the sloth is broken. I... <laughs> I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to keep a positive attitude. For... Yeah, the bear trade. He's been awesome. He has been awesome. Uh, for us. I love... Ethan Bear. I literally wrote, Bear is my PK king. Because he is. He is. Bedard exists, think of him. I tried not to, because even if we tried tanking, we wouldn't get him. Um, oh no, I said the word. Even if we tried, we wouldn't get him because of the Vancouver Canucks luck, so I don't even want to... I don't even want to think of that. Hugsloth is going to be out of stuffing by December. I don't know, I try and keep him... Poor Sloth gets more hugs than I do. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. The Hugsloth, his name is Sid. Uh, not after Sidney Crosby, but Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. Um, he's the best impulse purchase I've, uh, ever made. Um, $40 at Walmart, um, like, a year ago. And we had to literally strap him in to my friend's car. I'm getting off topic, but we had to strap him into my friend's car, uh, to keep him upright when we're driving back. So that's, that's the story of Sid the Sloth. Uh, yeah, Bear has been a great trade. Mikheyev has been a really good signing. I was really scared considering he did not play most of the preseason because they entered him in the first game. Um, uh, the Sloth plays better defense, defense than Stillman. Yeah, I don't love Stillman. I do not love him. Um, 
Yeah. I don't love the trait. I I was like, okay, it's a good thing we got rid got Jason Dickinson out. Not that I don't like Jason Dickinson. I just like sometimes players just don't mesh with your system. And I don't know if Vancouver has a system, to be honest. Because you see all these players leave. You see all these players leave and then they like thrive in other situations. Um, and then they're like, oh. Uh, okay, but what about us? And, uh, yeah, I just don't know. Because people have been paying a lot of attention to Jason Dickinson recently as he's been lighting it up in Chicago. And honestly, good for him. But, yeah. I don't think Rathbone is injured. I just feel like they're not playing him, which is terrible. I feel like they're trying to play Stillman because, like, oh my gosh, this guy, three games back from injury now with this game. But I'm like, he hasn't proven himself... Like, Rathbone definitely proven, pro has proven himself through all of the games he's been called up for. Um, and they still won't put him back in the AHL in order so he can actually play. Um, I think- I also think Rathbone, uh, is- uh, he has a massive potential as a defenseman, especially, you know, if they played him. Um, but- yeah, they're just not playing him, and I'm kind of mad about it. I want- I, uh, <laughs> we have a system, it's the do things system, same system the, <laughs> the coyotes are running right now. Um, it's just madness that they're not pay playing him. Yeah, they aren't. Their system apparently seems to be scratching young guys they should be playing. Um, but then again, and like, I know Pod Colson hasn't had the best couple of games, but it's still Vasily Pod Colson. He was first, he was 10th overall in 2019. Uh, let him play a little bit. <laughs> like, he was really good at the end of last season. So maybe help him get his footing a bit. Yeah. 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 The Yodi system. People were saying, um, I saw a few people saying, how are we going to be able to afford Kuzmenko with, you know, trying to keep, and I was thinking about this, keeping Horvat, keeping Kuzmenko, keeping Patterson in a few years, keeping Besser in a few years, keeping Hughes way down the line. It's been, it's been an issue, right? It's been an issue. I was, I was just like, we should just play at, um, either Thunderbird Arena, which is at the UBC campus. Um, and, uh, putting out the trot Trots watch? No. no. <laughs> um, yeah. I completely lost my train of thought. No, play them at UBC or play them at Abbotsford Center, because honestly, Abbotsford Center has, uh, that's where the AHL team plays. Um, but they have a capacity of 7,000, so... Um, uh, Jim Benning never had this kind of start. I'm pretty sure Jim Benning was a troll that should live under a bridge. Next. <laughs> Rathbone isn't trusted defensively. At some point, Tyler Myers isn't trusted defensively, but we still play him. We still play Tyler Myers. So, why can't we play Jack Rathbone? Please. Please let me. Please let me see my boy. They didn't play number three on the night for number three. Are you kidding me? Are you They did not read the angel numbers handbook. They didn't read it. They completely disregarded it. 
yeah, I thought the wrapping was interesting considering last game there was like nothing. Um, Puck Battle's weirdest thing, uh, Death Taxes and the Canucks blowing a lead in 2022. Uh, Louis Erickson, shout out Louis Erickson, hope you're having a fantastic day. <laughs> um, Ryan McDonough is a predator. A Nashville Predator, um, and so is Nino Niederreiter. Um, Garland, Slippery King, he's on the third line now. Pearson, people keep hating on him. I personally like Tanner Pearson. Uh, and Patterson is more aggressive than before. I think that's why- Oh! To end the night! To end the night! To end the night. They have changed the goal song to Nickelback. Yay? I don't know. It's Burnish to the Ground, which honestly, um, very interesting. Miller's the new Louis Erickson. Ah, okay. Um, what, mm, I don't want to think about that, Carly. I do not want to think about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they changed it from the la 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 la, that song that's, like, from Bre The Breakfast Club or something, um, to Burn It to the Ground, which I think is kind of, kind of funny considering, you know, 2011, but, um, it's also, like, super hard kind of rock. Uh, it's very... Like, um, I kind of like it. It's more aggressive, you know? It gives more bite than the haha 80s song, you know? I, I wasn't really sold on it. I'm always... Things have gone bad when the goal song is Nickelback. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't you forget about me. I never loved it. I'm a holiday fan. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm used to... Yeah. I'm used to holiday. I, well, not used to Holiday, but that's definitely been my favorite goal song of all time. Don't You Forget About Me, it's a bit too slow. That's in my opinion. That's my opinion. <sighs> yeah. Um. That's about it. New goal song. I feel like it's a good way to end the night. Um, and I'm not ending early like the Canucks did today. Um. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, last reminder, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that fun stuff. I have been Kaya May. This has been Game Over Vancouver. I hope you have a wonderful night. Stay safe out there because the weather is certainly getting interesting, especially in BC. Um, it's gonna snow, apparently, which is wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have a great night, and, um... I hope to, I hope you guys tune in again when we play the Senators on Tuesday. And we're back earlier then, so, yes. Alright, good night, everyone.